Hello and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I will be your reader today. Today is Monday, the 31st of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 29th day of Shabbat. This week, our portion from the Torah is called Teruma, which means heave offering, and today's reading will be Exodus 25, 17 through 30. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its width. You shall make two kuguvim of hammered gold. You shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one kuguv at one end and one kuguv at the other end. You shall make the kuguvim on its two ends of one piece with the mercy seat. And the kuguvim shall spread out their wings upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces toward one another. The faces of the kuguvim shall be toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the covenant that I will give you. There I will meet with you, and I will tell you from above the mercy seat, from between the two kuvim which are on the ark of the covenant, all that I command you for the sons of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Its length shall be two cubits, and its width a cubit and its height one and a half cubits. You shall overlay it with pure gold, and make a gold molding around it. You shall make a rim of a hand width around it. You shall make a golden molding on its rim around it. You shall make four rings of gold for it, and put the rings in the four corners that are on its four feet. The rings shall be close to the rim for places for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its dishes, its spoons, its ladles, and its bowls to pour out offerings with. You shall make them of pure gold. You shall set bread of the presence on the table before me always. That was Exodus 25. 17 through 30. Our portion today from the prophets is 1 Kings 17. Eliyahu the Tishbite, who was one of the settlers of Gilad, said to Ahav, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go away from here, turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Kelit, that is before the Jordan. You shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, 
for he went and lived by the brook Kelit that is before the Yarden. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. After a while, the brook dried up, because there was no rain in the land. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Tzalfat, which belongs to Tzidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to sustain you. So he arose and went to Tzalfat, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there, gathering sticks. He called to her and said, Please, get me a little water in a jar, that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. She said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have a cake, but a handful of flour in a jar, and a little oil in a jar. Behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and bake it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Eliyahu said to her, Do not be afraid. Go and do as you have said, but make me a little cake from it first, and bring it out to me, and afterward make some for you and for your son. For the Lord the God of Israel says, The jar of flour will not run out, and the jar of oil will not fail, until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. She went and did according to the saying of Eliyahu, and she and he and her house ate many days. The jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Eliyahu. And it came to pass, after these things, that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became sick, and his sickness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. She said to Eliyahu, What have I to do with you, you man of God? You have come to me to bring my sin to memory and to kill my son. And he said to her, Give me your son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into the room where he stayed and laid him on his own bed. He cried to the Lord and said, Lord my God, have you also brought evil on the widow with whom I am staying by killing her son? He stretched himself on the child three times and cried to the Lord and said, Lord my God, please let this child's soul come into him again. The Lord listened to the voice of Eliyahu, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. Eliyahu took the child and brought him down out of the room into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Eliyahu said, Behold, your son lives. And the woman said to Eliyahu, Now I know that you are a man of God, and that the word of the Lord is in your mouth is truth. That was First Kings 17. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 108. A Song, a Psalm by David My heart is steadfast, God. I will sing and I will make music with my soul. Wake up, harp and lyre. I will wake up the dawn. I will give thanks to you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing praises to you among the peoples. For your loving kindness is great above the heavens, 
your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth, that your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand, and answer us. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Sukkot. Gilad is mine, Menashe is mine, and Ephraim is the strength of my head. Yehuda is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin. I will toss my sandal on Edom. I will shout over Philistia. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who has led me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, God? You do not go out, God, with our armies. Give us help against the enemy, for the help of man is vain. Through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who will tread down our enemies. That was Psalm 108. Our portion today from the Apostles is John 4, and we'll continue the story there and reading verse 31 through 54. But in the meanwhile, the disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. The disciples therefore said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Yeshua said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are yet four months until the harvest? Behold, I tell you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, that they are white for harvest already. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit to eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. From that city many of the Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, He told me everything that I did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they begged him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days, and many more believed because of his word. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe not because of your speaking, for we have heard for ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Now after the two days, he went out from there and went into Galil. For Yeshua himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came into Galil, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did in Jerusalem at the feast, for they also went to the feast. Therefore Yeshua came again to Cana of Galil, where he made the water into wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Kfarnachum. When he heard that Yeshua had come out of Judea into Galil, he went to him and begged him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Yeshua therefore said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will in no way believe. The nobleman said to him, 
Sir, come down before my child dies. So Yeshua said to him, Go your way, your son lives. The man believed the word that Yeshua spoke to him and went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and reported, saying, Your child lives. So he inquired of them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. Therefore the father knew that it was at that hour in which Yeshua said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed, as did his whole household. This is again the second sign that Yeshua did, having come out of Judea into Galilee. That was John four thirty-one through 54 If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Timothy 5 also. Thank you for listening. I pray that the words of God will be a blessing in your life and in your home today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.